you can have the most amazing marketing strategy in the world, but if you don't nail the offer, it's not gonna work. You are listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast, episode number 577. Hello and welcome back to the fourth episode of our new era series. If you were just tuning in and this is the first episode you've hit play on in this series, I would definitely go back to the first and listen to those if you feel called. But this is really the reveal of the new and evolved Hirsch Marketing. I have shared our updated company values, which are very relevant and important to you because a company's values is so much. So much is dictated by those values in terms of how the team delivers content, our beliefs. Um, I really am a, am a very strong believer in values and making sure you operate from within values. So I unveiled that. And then yesterday I talked about our new marketing process. So the Hirsch marketing process that has been in place for eight years has shifted just a little bit. It is better. It is new and evolved and really fits this new era. So I shared all those steps and what that process looks like yesterday. And that really, that new process drives everything. That drives our delivery. It drives strategy. It drives my content. It drives the way that I view marketing and the way that I create success from the beginning to the end in somebody's marketing. So that is what we have covered so far. And today I get to share with you some of the offer shifts that we're making. There's a few that I can't announce yet, but I really still wanted to make sure to have this podcast episode um, in this series because I think it's really relevant. And I also want to share this from the perspective of the behind the scenes that got me to these decisions because I think that's really valuable for you guys as CEOs to understand the thought process and what I let drive the offer shifts and also how much I value shifting and adapting your offer in a regular cadence as needed. And so I want to dive into that and then we'll talk about um, the actual Hirsch Marketing offer shift. So this podcast episode isn't going to all just be about our offer. It's also going to be about how do you approach your offer as a business owner or your offers on a regular basis to make sure they're relevant because your offer is a huge part huge part of your overall business success. Your offer and what you sell and how you sell it and talk about it is everything. You can have the most amazing marketing strategy in the world, but if you don't nail the offer, it's not going to work. So a lot of intention needs to go into your offer and your offers. So first of all, this series is laid out in a very specific order. Because I want you to understand that without clarity on the shifts in our values and without clarity around the shifts in our process, how we serve clients, how we create the success that we do, I wouldn't be able to shift the offer because those things come before the clarity around the offer shifts. So I 
sat with all of this for weeks after coming home from my retreat that kind of kicked off a lot of these big shifts in this new era, I didn't come back and say like, okay, we're going to change this and we're going to change this and we're going to do this. I sat on it and I was clear on what the shifts were inside of me in terms of bringing more ease and more creativity and less discipline and structure and creating harmony between the two. But I wasn't clear what that meant yet, and I wasn't clear how that tactically played out in my business. So first of all, number one rule is if you feel any level of resistance or discomfort around your existing offer or offers, if you have more than one, let that be an invitation to pause and see what's there. It is a very powerful tool to identify discomfort and let that create an opportunity for you to dig deeper and ask yourself why the discomfort is there, but also not force it. So if you, and discomfort could be in the sense of like, my offer used to sell really well and now it's not selling. Like that's a form of discomfort and resistance. And so Right now, if you look at what you're selling, your product, your service, your digital product, and there is any discomfort, resistance, there's just something there and you're like, it's just like it's not easy and it maybe used to be easier. It's never been really easy. It's never flowed. Allow that to first be an invitation to ask yourself why. What does it currently feel like? What is selling your offer? Here's an exercise you can do. If you feel discomfort and resistance, write down in a journal or on a paper, what does selling your offer right now feel like in your body? When you go to sell it, maybe it's on a webinar, a sales page, or even just if you were in a conversation with someone that you ran into at the coffee shop and someone's like, what do you do? And then you had to you know, talk to them and then you ended up selling them on your offer because they maybe needed your help. What does it feel like in your body when you sell it? And then pause. And what do you want it to feel like in your body when you sell it? And where is the discrepancy? Maybe there isn't one. Maybe it feels great. Maybe it feels like, yes, this is exactly what I was meant to do. And this feels so aligned and it's easy for me and it just flows out and I'm clear and it it works. But if it doesn't, identifying where that discrepancy is could be very helpful. So that's the first thing is number one, your offer has to be driven by your values as a brand and as a business and how you want to serve people, which for us is our process. Because when I've defined our process, which I shared yesterday, that's my, you know, magic formula, secret sauce to success. And so I know that my offers need to basically execute that process successfully for other business owners because this is the process. I know this will create success. And now regardless of what level you work with us in, we will execute this process in your business, right? So having clarity on those two things then gives clarity on the offer. The next piece I've kind of talked about a little bit, but the next piece is identifying where there is resistance, both internally, meaning when you sell it or when you deliver it, 
or your team, if you have a team, and where there may be resistance for your customers or your clients. Maybe there's a spot in your offer where people are getting overwhelmed every time. Like they go through your offer and most people are overwhelmed there or most people are getting stuck and they're not getting results at this spot. Like where is their resistance? Where is there that feeling of discomfort? And where is there lacking ease? Like if you look at your offer and the delivery, not just selling it, but also the delivery of it. So, you know, if you have a physical product, it's like manufacturing and getting the actual product. It's shipping it. It's the the customer service of selling it. If you have a digital product, it's delivering it via email. It's taking people through the experience that you promised in your digital product, in your service. It's onboarding. It's the delivery. It's the entire experience from beginning to end that a customer has once they purchase your product. And if you were to do an evaluation of that, where would you find resistance? Where would you find a lack of ease for yourself, for your team, or for your customers? And that is like a check engine light. That is permission to pause and ask yourself how to bring ease back in, how to bring flow back in, how to solve that discomfort, how to move away from that resistance versus just pushing through. So now we can soon move into what this meant for my team. So first of all, I allowed the space to identify our new values, our new process, how I want to serve customers. I had to have that clarity. The next thing I did is had a lot of conversations and a lot of thought And I would speak to my team and then I would reflect on that or I would sit in on a team meeting and I would reflect on that around where any of them felt the resistance. They felt the lack of ease. They felt the force and they weren't able to be in that flow. And we're still working through this. Like these changes are not going to happen overnight. Like this is probably about a 90-day commitment is what I've told my team. These are our new values. Now we get to operate from those values, but we still have cleanup and shifting to do from the previous era. And we're in that amazing transition where we get to step into this new era. Identifying that and then also looking at it from the client's perspective, looking at feedback, looking at clients who have left after working with us and where we could have done something differently to make it easier, to make it better to make it have less resistance. And so I took all of that and I sat on that for several weeks. And then it was just like one day, I think it was after I worked out or I don't know, usually for me, if I move my body, thoughts start coming and it all became clear. And I had a huge pad of paper in my office and I was like, boom, 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 this, 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 like here's the new offer, here's the shift to our existing, here's what we need to do. And it just kind of like clicked in place. And then what I did, because I have a team, is I took that that day, because speed is still valuable, speed with intention, that same day I was like, guys, I need, I need you to get on a meeting with me. Will you get on a meeting with me? And this was my my three direct reports, and I, was, I just wanted feedback. Like, here's what I'm thinking. Where do you see holes? Where do you see gaps? Like, what are your thoughts? Do you think this will solve the resistance that we feel here or the struggles that we had here? I got feedback. We refined it a little bit more. We sat on it for probably about a week of back and forth collaboration and communication and refinement. And then we had the plan. 
And that's what began this rollout. And so what I want you guys to take away from this as a lesson is that number one, your values and your company process that differentiates you from other businesses in your industry should have an impact and a drive on your offer. So have clarity on that, then you have clarity on your offer. Number two, this is an invitation to go through an exercise of identifying where there's resistance internally with you or your team or externally with your customers around your offer and the experience of delivering your offer. Take all of that intel and look at if there is an opportunity to shift to change your offer or maybe it's you need to add an offer. Maybe it's time for that. Maybe you have a lot of people who need to either move up or move down from what you've currently been offering. There's one more thing I want to say on this. It's very important to consistently evaluate what you sell in your business and not necessarily make like life-changing huge shifts and pivots all the time. But if we just sell the same exact thing without evolving it and changing it and shifting it based on feedback and based on where there is resistance and feedback, eventually it's going to stop selling. And that is true if you look at any company. Like most are not selling except for maybe like plumbing services. (laughs) But like for the most part, companies have to evolve what they sell based on feedback, based on shifts and changes in society. So you have to walk this fine line of staying focused in your business because that's definitely important. And ultimately, you're the only one who can make the call. Is now the right time to launch and release a new offer or not? And the question is, is it going to take away too much from what you already have? Between that and staying adaptable and open to direct and indirect feedback. So direct feedback would be someone, a customer saying, this really wasn't great about your offer. Like, here's my feedback. I wasn't happy with X, Y, Z. Indirect feedback is them not getting results, is them not necessarily directly saying, I don't like this, but is them not achieving the result that your offer is supposed to accomplish. And you have to go identify those. So for me, if we have a client who was like, I absolutely loved working with your team. I adore every part of your team, your copy, your creative, your strategy, the account manager, everything was great, but I didn't get enough sales in order to stay. That's indirect feedback, right? They're telling me they love us. They're telling me they love everything about our delivery, but if they didn't get sales, there's there's an issue. There's either an issue with they shouldn't have been put in that offer and they need something else, or there's an issue with our delivery that they just can't identify because they're on the outside. So the indirect feedback is if your offer or your product is not actually fully doing what it's intended to do easily and consistently. And then the direct feedback is through customer surveys, customer feedback, right? So as you get that feedback... You need to be adaptable at saying, based on this, this is what I need to change. And it's sometimes not as black and white as saying, oh, if we just do this one thing differently, then we'll solve it. You know, it really does sometimes look like 
and I will share, you know, on our end what it was. It's so, it does sometimes look like we're going to have to draw the line at letting somebody into our done for you package if they aren't at this revenue level because they don't have enough ad spend to make this successful and we need something else for them. And that's more complicated because it's about turning down sales, which feels counterintuitive, and then ultimately creating another container and a place for that person so that we can still support them, but in a way that actually achieves what we want. So that's another important thing is that you need to consistently evaluate your offers. Like I would say about once a year. And it's been a year and a half since we launched our Done For You Elite offer. And it was time to evaluate it. It was time to make shifts and changes. So with all that said, I get to announce some of the offer changes that are coming from us, but some I'm going to tell you what's coming. Uh, I can't announce the details on all. So this week, the big first rollout that we're doing is the shift and change with our elite package. And I have shared this um, earlier on because it's been an open announcement this week, but we are raising the price of elite. So if you apply to work with us after November 12th, it's now shifted into that new offer, the new price of elite. The reason behind this is because when I sat down with my team and evaluated, I realized that we needed to be able to go deeper with these businesses who were hiring us for the full done for you. In Essential, the coaching is working. Like Essential is actually not really changing at all because it's it's a newer offer and it's crushing it. It's it, the coaching. We've got enough coaching in there. We've got four different calls. It's working. With Elite, I realized with the depth that needs to happen with businesses messaging and strategy and customization and the frequency of pivots and shifts and changes, I needed my account managers specifically, who are the ones who have the relationship with the client and are responsible with the, for the strategy shifts and the changes and making sure we get new copy and creative if something isn't working or we do a deep dive messaging call, whatever is needed to get the results, I realized they needed more depth to do it to the level that I want them to do it. So we are decreasing the amount of clients that an account manager works with so that they can have more depth. With the increase in price in Elite, it does mean that somebody who is not making $10,000 a month at least, isn't going to be a fit for elite anymore. And we're going to be strict on that. We want I want people in elite who are already at the six-figure level, at least, ideally more, but at least, and have sold their offer. That's another thing. We are drawing the line. And there's more to come on this to support you if you're not in that boat. But we are drawing the line because I want to support businesses in selling their offer organically before they come into Elite or before they invest a high amount Um, because it's just a lot to invest to prove an offer. So this all came from looking at where there was resistance, where there was direct and indirect feedback about what wasn't working around our offer. The other biggest thing, and this one's very exciting for all of our clients, is 
we would audit the funnel. So part of Elite was we were doing all the ads, all the ad copy and creative, all the strategy, all the messaging. And then we wouldn't build the funnels. So we wouldn't build all the landing pages, build all the emails. That was an a la carte charge. But we would audit it all. So if you had a huge email sequence or a sales page or an opt-in and a thank you page, our team would review every piece of it and give you feedback on how to improve it. Where there was a lot of resistance from our clients was having to implement those changes. And it was causing delays. So we would audit an email sequence and give great suggestions or we'd audit a sales page and then they'd have to go make the changes, which was causing resistance. So a shift in the new elite is that we won't just audit all existing funnel assets. So pages, emails, sales pages will implement all the changes. So building a brand new funnel from scratch is still a la carte, but all of the existing assets, so if you come in, you have the start of a webinar funnel and we improve it and we audit the landing page, we audit the emails, we audit the sales page, we will implement all those changes, both from a copy and a tech perspective. So that's a big change. That's an exciting change. Um, that's also part of the, the price increase. So that allows me to put the resources into more depth in the accounts and the funnel implementation. We also, for people that it's relevant for, are opening Elite to be a multi-channel package, meaning if Facebook ads and Instagram ads are not the only or the right um, place for you to advertise, like we do have some clients who come in and it might make sense for them to start in Google ads. Now, all of those channels are included. However, we're going to be strict with budget. You can't take you know, $2,500 and sped, spread that across three channels. So if you are interested in those details, it's better to just talk with us on a call. But without extra charge to the management fee, because it's included in the new one, we are now able to run ads on TikTok, to run ads on YouTube, to run ads on Google. That was something our team was always capable of doing, but we had it as upgrades. Like you had to pay a certain amount more every month. So the only thing for us is is that you have the ad spend that that actually makes sense. For a lot of people, it makes sense to start with Facebook and Instagram, prove the funnel, and then be able to scale the ad spend and expand to another platform. So that was another shift. That was where we felt like because we were defaulting to Facebook and Instagram for everybody in Elite, it was in a few cases creating resistance to the client. And we wanted to shift that. So those are the changes with Elite that came from all of this that I'm very excited. And so again, if you're like, what the heck's Elite? (laughs) Elite is our done for you. It's our highest level package. It's where you have an entire marketing team supporting you from your strategy to your messaging, to the ads, to the copy and creative, to the funnel work. And the price is increasing. If you get your application in after November 12th, the price will be going up $1,000 a month. So to $3,500 a month from $2,500 a month. And then with that, we have those changes that we are implementing. Now, I'm going to tease what else is coming, but I can't share too much. Later on this month, there is a new middle tier offer coming because I recognize with the increase in Elite that there's now a pretty big gap 
between essential and elite in terms of cost. So there's a middle option that is coming that a lot of our essential members are going to probably want to up-level to. And I will hint that it does include done-for-you ads management at an affordable price. And we're able to create depth because we're going to utilize some of essential and ads management done for you. So that's coming. And that was addressed because now with the changes in elite, it's going to create resistance in our sales process where there's a bigger percentage of people that we won't have a place to put them and support them because they don't want to go in essential. They don't want to run their own ads, but they're not quite ready for elite because of the investment. So we've got a new option coming. We also have a, I guess I would put this as like our base level offer, like even before essential coming in the new year. This offer I'm very excited about and is intended to help somebody create, build, and sell their offer without paid ads first. The intention is I know that if we're going to make a qualification that in order to run paid ads with us, you need to have sold your offer. Well, there's a lot of people who haven't sold their offer yet, but don't have the organic traffic and leverage to be able to sell it. So they turn to paid ads and then they end up spending a lot of money and it puts them in a bad place. So this will be a 90-day experience to create, build, and sell your offer organically without ad spend. And I have a feeling a lot of people are going to need this one. So it's going to take us a little bit longer to develop it, which is why it's not coming until January, but it is coming. And this will be like the base offer because if you come in to work with us and you've never sold your offer before, you'll go here before we put you in the next step so that we can prove your offer, make you some money, and then move you into one of the other three options. So those are the shifts and changes coming. And then I guess I'll hint one more. In December, I am announcing a very intimate offer to work one-on-one with me. Um, And it won't just be addressing marketing. It will be around personal development, marketing, business growth, um, really creating the most optimized life and business that you could ever possibly imagine. So we get to announce that in December as well. Lots of exciting things coming. Everything feels so aligned and so right, both for myself and my team, but also more importantly for you guys. Because the only reason that I sell anything is to serve is to make sure you guys get from one place to the next in your business, in your marketing. And I believe these shifts are going to do that even better than we already have. So if you listen to this and you do feel like Elite might be a fit for you and you want to talk to us before the price goes up, if you go to helpmystrategy.com, you can fill out that application, chat with us. If you're on the fence, just at least get it in and chat with us so that you can lock in the existing price before it goes up. Otherwise, I will talk to you all tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast. If you love this episode and want deeper support with your marketing, head over to helpmystrategy.com to see how Hirsch Marketing 
can help take your marketing to the next level no matter where you're at today. We help our clients scale faster than ever, find hidden leaks in their funnel, experiment with new creative marketing strategies, and help their business explode and be more profitable than they ever dreamed possible. Head over to helpmystrategy.com and see if you qualify for a free strategy audit with Team Hirsch.